welcome to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. My name's Emma, thanks for listening. It's been a couple of weeks since our last game at the Academy Stadium where we met Chelsea in the FA Cup semi-final. A game which saw City progress on the road to Wembley and we'll be meeting West Ham in the FA Cup final next week on Saturday. It's going to be a great occasion. It's great for City fans to be making the trip to Wembley again and our second cup final of the season following our Conti Cup final win at Bramall Lane against Arsenal. In this week's episode we'll be speaking to Dave from the OSC and we'll also be recapping on that Chelsea game. We'll be speaking to some fans and getting their thoughts on the game and hearing from Nick Cushing and Emma Hayes in their post-match interviews. Earlier in the week the PFA have named their team of the year for the WSL Amongst the names were three Man City players, Steph Horton, Demi Stokes and Nikita Paris. You might have seen on social media that the PFA Awards takes place on Sunday. We've had some players shortlisted in two of the categories. The PFA's Player of the Year, Steph Horton, Nikita Paris and Kira Walsh have all been shortlisted. And both Georgia Samway and Kira Walsh have both been shortlisted in the PFA's Young Player of the Year Award. Uh, like I said, the awards are shown live on Sunday from half nine. So watch along to see who wins and good luck to everyone that's been shortlisted. So it's been a couple of weeks then since our semi-final cup win over Chelsea at the Academy Stadium. And we're going to look back on it now from the day itself. We spoke to some Chelsea fans and we also spoke to some City fans at halftime to get their thoughts on the game. There's also some post-match interviews with manager Nick Cushing and Chelsea manager Emma Hayes. I'm with Chelsea supporter Chloe. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing doing good. First time meeting you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> how was your journey today? Yeah, good journey. Yeah. No, no delays or anything, so it's all good. Uh, how are you feeling now, looking ahead to the game? Fairly calm at the moment. I'll probably be more nervous near a kickoff. So yeah. yeah. And obviously, you've seen the squad today. Are you happy with the selection? Yeah, ha- pretty happy with the selections, and we've got a good um, squad depth. Yeah, uh, good travelling contingent here today. Quite a lot of Chelsea fans. What are you expecting from the game? It's going to be a close game. It, al- <laughs> it always is. It always is between both sides. But obviously, I'm going to be wanting a Chelsea win today. Potentially another trip to Wembley for Chelsea. Are you feeling quite confident? Yeah, quietly confident today. Quietly yeah. confident. Yeah. I'm not too sure actually what the uh, full-time result was from the other game, Reading and West Ham. Do you know? It's gone to penalties. It's gone to penalties. Right. Okay. Yeah. Every, t- every time I keep trying to watch it, it's. Oh, are you watching it as well? Right. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. How have you been happy with obviously Chelsea's performance? I mean, you're looking ahead as well. You've got a semi-final like in the Champions League against Leon. Pretty good season so far. Yeah. It started off just slow and weird. I don't know what happened there, but we've progressed as the season's gone on, and I'm. Yeah, pretty happy with yeah. how it's been going. Obviously, Man City again. <laughs> yeah, it's like tradition now. Yeah, like tradition. Um, where do you think Chelsea's concentration will be? Do you think they'll want to go into this game looking for the win, probably because they want to get to the to the final at Wembley, or do you think with the team selections you're looking more focused on the Champions League? I, th- I think we'll be going for it. We, it's our, it's currently our cup, so we want to defend it for sure. Retain it. Yeah, retain it. So, what would be a good season for you now as a Chelsea fan? I think getting to the final FA Cup, hopefully winning it once again. Um, 
decent show against Leon. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind an upset against them. Yeah. So obviously we're going to be underdogs going into that match. I mean, obviously Leon are one of the best teams probably in the world. I mean, they've been playing so well this season. Again, carrying on from last season and, and their form. It is going to be a really tough challenge, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But you, you did hold yourself well against them last time round. So I ho I'm hoping we can give them that much of, you know, of a fight. So a bit of a prediction then for today's game. What are you expecting? Goals. It's <laughs> going to be close. I'm going to go 2-1 with Fran scoring. At least one. Oh, of course it's got to be Fran Kirby, hasn't it? <laughs> right, OK. Enjoy the game anyway, Chloe. It's nice to meet you. Uh, I'm with a couple of Chelsea fans. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Um, my name's Don Jukes. Mario Jukes. So obviously semi-final, big game. Chelsea and Man City always proves to be a great occasion. Obviously you come to the Academy Stadium today with a, quite a large contingency of Chelsea fans. Are you looking forward to the game today? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, been looking forward since it was drawn out. Yeah. Most definitely been looking forward to it. Yeah. How did you feel when the draw got made? Well, not again. <laughs> I think everyone felt like that. Yeah, today. My opinion was it's a little bit of a fix. Oh, there's got to be something wrong with those balls. Chelsea! Yeah. 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 Because they do, they do the men's in the ball and the glass ball so you can see what's going on. Obviously, we've got the bag, the velvet bag. Oh, well, of course, of course. Get rid of it. Yes, and them two that pull them out, what did uh, Smith and uh, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, they're jinxed, was them two. <laughs> oh, it's got an out win, I love it, because they were at home this time. You usually get the home advantage, so um, it's going to be a great game today, anyway. And what are you expecting from the game? Uh, well, I'm a good, a good Chelsea attack from the start. A few goals, I would say. I'm, I'm predicting 3 1 Chelsea today. Are you happy with the team selection that Emma's made? Yeah. Drew yeah. Spence, she always causes a few problems for City. <laughs> since, since Katie Chapman um, let her, well, retired, she's been pretty strong. Um, so obviously Chelsea now you've got semi-final potential trip to Wembley and obviously Champions League still lots to play for against Lyon how are you feeling looking ahead to the Champions League semi-finals well I think we've got a hell of a good chance here we have really um, got a tough match at Lyon but when they come to us they're going to know it's going to be a tough match, yes. Yeah, it will definitely be, as far as it will definitely be a tough match. But it's it's like, but old rivals getting together, and they, you know, it will it will be alright. But my prediction is two one. Well, enjoy the game today, and nice speaking to you. It's half time at the Academy Stadium. It's nil nil in the semi final of the FA Cup. I'm with Leanne, Caroline, and Adrian. Just wanted to get your thoughts on the game. Start with you, Caroline. What did you think? It's been alright, it's not been great. I mean there's been there's been chances and they were good chances and Georgia did well and it was unlucky, but I think we just need someone to be a focal point. Maybe someone like Janine. We saw a pace um, for Canada. So maybe if we put her on, um, she might be someone better to get the ball to. We're not getting it out wide. Caroline's been in spaces plenty of time and we've not not noticed it at all. Equally, we've seen the same with Erin um, Cuthbert as well. She's been in a lot of space and yeah. they haven't quite pick, been able to pick her out or see her. No. I find that quite worrying. I think we need to do something about that because Erin Cuthbert's the kind of player that you don't want to be... 
you know you don't want to get the ball to her because she can sort of work wonders with it when she gets a feet on it Leanne what do you think need to keep the possession more, play it, switch it, you know, we get all their players to one side and then we don't switch it quick enough, so we just got to keep the possession and keep on top of their defence, the, the keeper's making a few mistakes, we've got to pressure the keeper a lot more and we can get it back in there, so. Do you agree with that, Adrian? Some of that, yes, it's echoes of the Conti Cup semi where Chelsea were all over us, had the best of the chances, Frank Kirby, uh, yeah. Losing Reg a little bit, should have put that away, would have done on a, on another day. Uh, George Stanway at the, the other end, that, that could have gone in just as easily. Um, but we've got to get Keats in the right place. She's at the back when the ball's going forward or the ball's going wide and she's not there for it. We're just going to have to step up a gear or two. Do you think it's a matter of obviously mid, midfield, we seem to, there seems to be a lot of times where we're sort of losing a ball and we're, we're scrapping to try and pick it back up again and get that possession and we seem to be out of position and, and not quite thinking about where we need to be on the pitch. True, true. Um, I mean, Jill Scott carrying on from Tuesday, scruff of the neck for the game, trying her best, but yes, we're not getting that midfield going. Kira Walsh is looking to play the ball um, <laughs> and she's spraying it about, but... They're just the, the runners aren't quite there for her yet, but it, I mean Nick's got to get them to sorry Nick Nick's got to get them to you know get those lines and get it over to them. Caroline uh, talked about possibly seeing Ginny and Becky in the second half. Is that something you'd like to see as well? I think so. You've got to have a target person, and we haven't got that. Keats was is our target person, but she's not there. Janine needs to come on and be that target person. So the performance overall, it does need changes to it in yeah. order for us to obviously create some space going forward. And we we have tried that uh, quick one-touch passing. And it's not really coming off for us, is it? Not at the moment, but at the back, we're doing well by working it across yeah. um, and forwards. But sometimes that last ball, perhaps from Steph, perhaps from Abby, isn't quite getting to what it wants to be. Yeah. Looking at the game at the moment and obviously basing it on the first half, it looks like it's going to be something marginal or something special that's going to change the game. Yeah, yeah, I think that or perhaps a penalty. You know, a, dis a decision one we way or the other. We needed Janine Beckett. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need something different. Definitely need something different. And hopefully we'll see it earlier in the game rather than leaving it uh, too late in the game. Oh, please, you know, don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> wait. Don't wait. Minute, 60, no. 60 minutes and nothing's happened. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think that extra time is... is We don't want to go there, do we? No, no. <laughs> not, not after the um, Connie Cup final. Oh, no. Yeah. Wouldn't want Let's get it time. done. Not with the uh, Champions League semi coming up. It does feel like a bit of a different game, though, in comparison towards when we, you know, against the, the Arsenal game in the, the Connie Cup, uh, Cup final, sorry, at Bramall Lane. Yeah. Different. Yeah. I mean, we compare it to um, when we were at Kings Meadows after the semi-final. I think Emma's maybe focusing on Champions League, but and I think if she's gonna use people and then save people for Champions League, we need to take advantage of that. Do you think we might see Jiso on in the second half? Hopefully not. Hopefully not, but probably. She can score goals against City, can't she? She can. Free kick. We don't want to see that again. <laughs>
always want to play well here. And I thought at times we played well and at times we looked nervous. And what's the semi-final? But yeah, to go to Wembley is, uh, again, is something that obviously we're all ecstatic about. No, against Chelsea, you're never going to dominate the game. I think when I watch it back, I'll see periods when I thought we'd done really well. I'll see periods when we played on the counter-attack well because Chelsea turned the ball over. But I'll also see periods when they dominate us for periods. And the one thing I think in the big games when you play Champions League and FA Cup semi-finals against top teams and you compete for leagues is you have to have the ability to be composed and to, to, to soak up pressure on the rack. I mean, if you if you go back and watch the Continental Cup semi-final, it absolutely destroyed us in the first half. We came out 2-0 and I thought at times with Carney coming inside and overloading the middle of the pitch, you look at Steph Orton, Jen Beattie, those type of players, you, know, you can sort of cope. The doc said that Steph's arm it didn't look like it was broken, but it was very painful. And Jen Beattie ran straight down the tunnel, so I don't know. But uh, <laughs> she ran down the tunnel, so I don't know. But listen, we've got an exceptional medical team here that we'll trust to get them back on the pitch for the Oval in two weeks. I got into a bit of a habit of complaining about schedule last year, and it's only because you have so many games. But ultimately, if you want to compete, you have to. Um, and the same thing with the World Cup. We support all of our players in the World Cup. I mean, the last, the last international break, we had one player in because everyone else was away on international duty. Um, we support them and that means it's going to be difficult for them and you know we want them to be fresh for us and we want them to be fresh for Phil so these breaks are really are really important for us we now have to rest them and get them ready for Yeovil it's the sixth straight season that we're at the table for everything come April you know our desire and our drive at the start of the season is to make sure come April that we're sitting at the table competing for trophies and then you know there's a bit of luck involved a bit of strategic thinking and a bit of pushing the players in difficult games um, this year we've won the Continental Cup and we've qualified for Champions League and now we've got an opportunity to win an FA Cup. So um, for us, we could finish the season undefeated and still not win the league, but that's football, isn't it? You know, the WSL only has a small amount of games and if you draw five games, then you might you might not win a league. So, But we'll reflect on that, on the good things and the bad things like we did last year and we'll hopefully come back stronger next year. But I mean, I think you look at the Steph Hortons and the Gen and the Demi Stokes and the Karen Bardsies, they've, Abby McManus, they've been here for years. The one thing that I think we've done well here is we bring in players and we put a real high demand on them and a real expectation to keep us winning that improves them but that also gives a bit of a pressure if you look at the Gemma Bonners and the Caroline Weirs Claire Emsley Lauren Hemp Jeannie Becky coming from the NWSL team they haven't competed for trophies and you put that demand on them really really quickly and say you know you have to you have to produce for us because we're a winning team and, and they do that and those players that we're bringing next year that we've already highlighted that we want to come in they will help us win because we'll put that demand on them and they'll rise to the occasion and you know, ultimately that keeps you in games because that demand and that strength and that desire of wanting a win means that when it's tough you just got to cope and you just got to soak it up. There is a real unity here and that's just a product of it. Ultimately um, there is a real, a real inclusivity of teams here whether it's myself as the first team manager, whether it's the, the communications department, the media department, you know, I, I brought the under-18s coat on today, you know, you know like all of these things produce winning football teams and we just want to continue to win and then we can continue to do good things at this football club. You know, that's football. And you, Magda Eriksson has been outstanding this season. For me, the team of the year, she's defended and kept us in games time and time again. She's improved, I think, to, and demonstrated she's becoming one of the best defenders in Europe and I think it's important that we remind her of that. What can you say to a player? It's, it's uh, a cool way for a game to end in any circumstances. But I never felt my team came out, got out of second gear today. I thought we were dominant throughout. Uh, yeah.
yes, you always the game after the international break. I think is always played at a slower tempo for both both teams because players are humans and they still take time to recover. Uh, but you know, when Aaron Cuthbert's shot hits the post, dribbles along the line, probably much in the same way. Reading had a hundred chances today and didn't win the game. For names on the cup, names on the cup. And the last two games we played against have scored goals off of our errors. We made another one for them to win the game today. So Man City beating us in open play with chances created. That's not an error on our part. Part hasn't quite happened yet. But I'm listen. They're two top teams and. Um, I'm just getting to the player that, that she has to experience that after being so wonderful. The hard part is the players are walking off the pitch saying how the hell have we lost this game. But you still have to score. And that's what we're learning is there's no point talking about being dominant and not finishing. We didn't finish a chance to go ahead and I think the great one in the first half, probably an even better one in the second half. It doesn't go in and um, left feeling sort of I'm satisfied by that outcome, but very happy with the performance. I mean, we didn't, you know, have you seen the key to Paris look so quiet in the game? So, if you take it from that perspective, their attacking threats, I thought, struggled. Um, I thought there was evens in terms of the midfield battle, but we probably found more joy going forward. I think the scoreline doesn't reflect the result, but it's a cup competition. It's, you know, it's not... You don't get points for dominating football match, you get points for scoring goals and they have, they have that column over us. I think it's probably reflective of the season in terms of sometimes the dominance and the quality in, in our passage of play, but we've got to be more clinical. Too bad, nice to speak to you. It's been a while since we last spoke. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh. Yeah, we've been, been very busy with men's games, women's games, youth cup finals. It's been a very busy time. But we're back at the academy on Sunday. Yeah, for, last home game. Yeah, last game, home game of the season against Yeovil at the academy stadium, Sunday, 2 pm. Last home game. It could be important. Obviously, Arsenal play uh, Brighton on Sunday and uh, they play before us, so we'll have to see what, how they go on. And obviously, like you said, last game of the season, it would be nice to yeah. to obviously end the season with a, a nice home win. It would be nice, yeah. I mean, obviously, Yeovil are bottom of the league. I would fancy us to, to turn them over. I mean, I think Nick might use it to play a few players who haven't played as much football recently. Yeah. Um, he might play, you know, I don't want to say reserve players, because they're not reserves. Obviously, it's a squad game. But there are a few players who spent a bit of time on the bench recently that maybe get a run out. With the eye, you know, with an idea of maybe playing their way into a chance of getting a starting lineup, you know, starting place in the cup final the week after. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot to play for, really, from from a player's personal point of view. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, you spoke of uh, players that we haven't seen much of, like Pauline Bremer. You know, she's committed to the club again with a new contract extension. Janine Becky as well. Be good to see perhaps those two in the fold. Yeah, it would be nice. I think maybe if. 
I mean, we obviously know that Keats has had a fantastic season and she's our number one striker. You know, but it would be nice maybe to see Pauline get a run out. Janine, who's done well when she has played. A few others. Claire's been on the bench a lot recently. Mel Lawley. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, they're all good players. Ben Campbell has another one who could do maybe just give them give them a run out just so that they are especially just in case we need them for the the cup final and possibly the the, the Arsenal game afterwards as well, which you know. Depending on how our results go on Sunday, the Arsenal game could be a title decider. You never know. Yeah. So um, Sunday's a good opportunity because I don't see it as weakening the team because these are all international footballers we're talking about. Yeah. So it's not like you put in, say, oh, put a big uh, bunch of kids in or something. It, it, these, are, these are quality players who, you know, probably just need a bit more of a run out, recent, you know, after recent weeks. Yeah. And like you said, Nikita Harris there as well. A good opportunity is for her to get a handful of goals possibly on Sunday. Possibly, yeah. If she, 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 she sticks with Nikita, I wouldn't bet against her scoring against. She's been brilliant this season. Yeovil, the last five games, uh, 1-1 against Everton, drawn against Brighton um, and lost three. And it's obviously looking certain, well, definitely, that, that they'll be playing championship football next season. Probably not a big surprise, but sad given the improvements that they've made this season. Yeah, I mean, obviously they've had a couple of seasons where they've escaped things with the reshuffle and the spring series and they finished bottom in those. So they found it tough going, obviously. But I think it's, um, when we went there, um, we beat them 4-0, but we, we, we got, they played quite well that day, Yeovil, I thought. And we got some late goals that day that maybe possibly flattered us a little bit. Um, so they're not that bad a side. And maybe, you know, in the championship, they, they might be a little bit more adapted to it and, and grow stronger. Um, I remember when Bristol went down a few seasons ago and they looked pretty poor and they went down and we thought, oh, that might be the end of Bristol sort of thing. But they, they came back and, and they're a better side for it now. Yeah. You know, they're, they're quite a competent WSL side now, Bristol, aren't they? So, yeah. you know, it, it, can, it can sometimes work in your favour. It, it's tough, you know, the, you know, it's tough for teams like Yorba to survive against the bigger clubs that are around in the WSL, obviously. And mm-hmm. like you say, they beat Everton and... Um, I mean, we need to turn up and we need to play well on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, certainly when you look at, obviously, Yeovil last season against the Yeovil of this season, there have been improvements in the squad and it is obviously just a shame that, you know, they've obviously been given that point deduction, which has obviously had a, a quite an impact on their um, season this time around. It's definitely a massive improvement because I think it was it last season, I think they didn't score outside the last couple of games. Did yeah, they? that's right. Everyone just everyone was rooting for him to get a goal. That's right. And I remember them celebrating when they scored like they won the goal. This season they scored quite a lot. Yeah. You know, they scored quite a few goals. And like I said, they've won two games, they've drawn some games. There's definitely an improvement there. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they can carry that forward next season in the Championship where they might find it's a more competitive division for them and then that gives you confidence and from that, you know, results can grow. Definitely. Yeah. So um, Sunday, obviously, we'd like to get a big crowd there on Sunday. Uh, I know the club are doing like a, a special like, end of season sort of thing with the players probably at the end of the game. So, um, But the supporters club are also doing something, aren't they? Yeah, well, we just thought it'd be nice if people fancy afterwards... Uh, a little bit of a gathering uh, in Mary Dees. Anyone that fancies going for a, a quick drink uh, at the end of the season. Well, it's the last home game of the season, I should say. Obviously, we've got two big games away from home to come, but yeah. it's the last 
home game, so we thought if we have a little gathering at, in Mary D's afterwards, a few drinks, a, a, a bit of a chat, no, nothing like you know formal or anything. So if anyone fancies coming along, they'll be welcome to wander over to Mary D's after the game and, and have a drink with us. We'll be, you know, there'll be a few of us in there, and everyone's welcome. Like I say, just just for an hour or so. We don't want to, you know, we won't turn it into an all night or anything because we've got two big games to come. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, if anyone fancy it, like I say, once they've done at the stadium, getting their autographs, if all the players are, are signing and stuff, you know, have a wonder over. Hopefully it'll be a nice day. Hopefully. Um, it's been a bit horrible rainy in the last few days. Hopefully it'll be more like last week than when it was scorching hot. I mean, you know, it's always nice to go to football in a t-shirt and stuff, isn't it? And, yeah. uh, but I'll, I'll, sa- I'll sacrifice the weather if we can have a, a sunny FA Cup final day. Yeah, <laughs> There's oh, nothing like going to Wembley on a sunny day, is there? Next week, uh, we'll be travelling down to Wembley and um, there is some information about coaches that the club are putting on for the fans. Yeah, that's right. It's the, it's the club rather than the supporters club that's putting the coach on. Very generously providing free travel for the fans down to Wembley. Obviously, so if you've not yet booked on, contact the club. You do need to be in possession of a match ticket, obviously, but through the club, which, you know, they'll, they'll have the records. I'll just contact the club and they'll have Thomas Cooker running them. If you're in our um, OSC group booking, which is over and we've got about 125 people who are, you, you will have had an email off Dana uh, Secretary just to confirm how you book on because obviously your ticket is listed if you're in our group booking under our group booking. So there, you will have had an email. Anyone that has any problems with that or they haven't done it yet, um, get in touch with either myself or Jane, either via email or on the Twitter feed or the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. and we'll sort it for you but I think most of our members now that are in the group booking have booked on for the free travel or the travelling themselves you know making their own way there so yeah. we're looking forward to it because we're all sat together yeah it's uh, going to be like you said there's quite anyone, quite a good group booking there 125 anyone that was with us in 2017 remembers we did a similar one it was a slightly smaller group booking that day but um, it more or less got the same area of the ground the same seat it's the bottom towards the back of it behind the net so we've got like the best seats in the house uh, we'll make noise any other city fans that are wanting to come and sit near us the seats that are available around and make some noise and get behind the goals are welcome so we're in the east stand block 111 which is the one behind the goal I think and like I say the mother area that's the city end of the ground and anyone's welcome to get tickets in that area they're all on open sale now uh, so we're all packed together and we can make a lot of noise and get behind the girls. Definitely, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Nothing like a cup final to get, get the old juices flowing. And I mean, it'll be a tough game, you know. Everyone's obviously we're going to start favourites. I mean, we'll talk more about this probably nearer the time next week. But yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're going to be favourites for it against West Ham. But you know, we all know what can happen in cup finals. We've all seen it before. It's, it's on the day. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, West Ham will certainly be up for it. That's there's no oh, doubt about that. West Ham, it's, a, it's, it's their first cup final. It's a big day for them. They'll be up for it. And they'll want to make it pay. So it will. It won't be an easy game. Definitely. No yeah. cup finals easy because everyone's up for it. Definitely not. Right. Well, we will talk about that. Well, on next week's podcast. Certainly. Yeah. Yes. I hope most people can make it down on Sunday. Um, we'll have our OSD table out as usual before the uh, game. Uh, so if anyone needs to see us for any issues for the cup panel, we'll be there to sort that out. We've got some question, a quick questionnaire to hand out to help us with something we might be putting in our yearbook, so we'll hand those out to people if you could just take two minutes to just fill it in and get, get it back to us with your name on it, and you could end up in the new yearbook for the start of next season. 
as well. So we'll have those on Sunday and we'll have all our usual stuff, match badges and, you know, WSL mags and everything. So come and see us if you fancy having a look at what we've got. Brilliant. Well, I will definitely see you on Sunday, Dave, and I will definitely be joining you for, you for a drink after the end of the game. Great stuff. I sort of need one after the week I've had, really. So, yeah, looking forward yeah, yeah. to that. Look forward to it. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I'll see you on Sunday and uh, keep your fingers crossed for that nice weather. Definitely. I'll speak to you later. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this week's episode. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back on Friday next week where we'll be looking ahead to the weekend and our FA Cup final against West Ham at Wembley Stadium on Saturday the 4th of May. Really looking forward to that. Hopefully you'll be coming along to the Academy on Sunday where we'll be playing Yeovil in our last home game of the season. Kickoff is 2pm. Manchester City have got a special farewell to the season planned. With plenty of football freebies, there'll be opportunities to meet your favourite players at the end of the game and also get selfies and autographs. Manchester City have also invited their affiliated clubs along who will be attending the game and then taking part in a football session delivered by our City Football School coaches. We'll be updating our Instagram from the game, so if you're not following us, make sure you are at MCWFanCast. We'll be back next Friday, and we'll see you, hopefully, at the game on Sunday.